Welcome to the Successfully Unemployed Show. My name is Dustin Heiner, and I'm here to help you learn how to quit that J-O-B, that just overbroke job, by investing, by having a side hustle, by being a business owner in every way possible. And today, we're going to talk all about how you can get into short-term Airbnb properties, owning your own property by house hacking. House hacking is phenomenal. If you don't know what it is, stay tuned because we are going to walk you through how you can house hack into multiple rental properties for Airbnb and make lots of money. All right, let's start the show. Welcome to the Successfully Unemployed Show, the place where ordinary people become extraordinary by finding the path to financial freedom through entrepreneurship, side hustles, and passive income. We've already blazed the path, showing you how to retire early and have financial independence so you will never work for someone else again. And now, here's your host, Dustin Heiner. What's up, guys? Super pumped to have you here on the Successfully Unemployed show with me. And we are going to be talking about some basically my favorite topic that I could talk about in business, and it's real estate investing. You guys know I love real estate investing. In fact, that's how I became successfully unemployed through long term buy and hold rental properties. Now, I do absolutely love short term rental properties, those are fantastic because when you think about short term rental properties, it's, it's obviously fairly new. In, in like Airbnb space, there was VRBO or still is VRBO. That's another website that you can go to to rent short-term properties. But if you think about it, it has always been around. The short-term mentality of having a property that you rent out per day as opposed to per month or you know per year, it's always been around. It just hasn't been in our pockets. Like us small investors, it hasn't been in our pockets. Well, whose pockets has it been in? The big hotels, the hotels are the ones that get all of the short-term stays, and that's what we've all just grown up doing, grown up, or, you know, we literally do that all our lives, but now with the advent of VRBO, Airbnb, and there are probably other ones, I don't know of any other ones right now, but there are some really fantastic sites like Airbnb right now, where you can make triple or quadruple the amount of money that you would make in a regular long-term rental property if you actually rent it out by the day, because that's really what it comes down to. If you're renting it out per day, as opposed to per month, you're making so much more money per day. And that's how hotels make so much money. They make it so much uh, like, like really simple for you to check in. You have soap and shampoo and towels and cleaning and all that good stuff. And when you have your own Airbnb property, you provide that stuff, but you make so much more money. That industry is gargantuan. I don't know how many trillions of dollars it is a year, but there's so much money in the short-term property. Now, there is a way where you can actually get into owning your own short-term rental properties for very, very low money down. And I think it's just fantastic. In fact, all of my students that I teach how to invest in real estate, if at all possible that they can do this, we actually buy a duplex with an FHA loan. Let me give you a quick overview of what the easiest way to get into a short-term rental property as well as getting paid for where you live. And we'll get all this in the day show when I bring on the expert who's going to talk to you about this as well. Now, what you're going to do is you're going to buy a duplex. Something has two units and you're going to buy it to live in and you're going to use an FHA loan. That's a federal housing administration loan. You put three and a half percent down, just three and a half percent down instead of a 20%. And then you live in one of the units 
and you rent out the other unit, and then that tenant that is renting out the other unit or the Airbnb, you know, the people that come in, they're going to pay for your entire mortgage. So you're going to live for free, and then you do it all over again. After you get this first property out of the FHA loan, refinance it, put into another property. I'm giving you like literally coaching what I do with my students right now. But you get it out of that FHA loan, so you free up that FHA loan spot, because you only get one, to buy your next property, and you do it all over again. And my expert that I'm bringing on today has literally done this many, many times. And on top of that, she owns all these properties that make her money. Now, along with that, you guys have been along with me as I've been building the Real Estate Wealth Builders Conference. It has been just a blast in doing this. And for 2023, we're going to be in Phoenix one more time. And it'll be in May 4th through the 6th. And I am so pumped that we are getting so many more speakers, so many more people that want to just, they're experts, but they want to share with you how to do all this investing. And on top of that, we are also like, I'm growing my own business. Like I'm starting a syndication. We actually, the last episode you just listened to was also about syndications where you pool people's money together and then invest in apartment complexes and you all share a portion of all that revenue. There are so many great things. So I want you to be at the Real Estate Wealth Builders Conference. Definitely check it out. Go to rubecon.com and use the promo code podcast and that will give you 10% off your ticket. I wanna be there with you. I want you to learn how to invest in real estate so you can change your entire life. I mean, we do land investing, multifamily, you like apartment complexes, Airbnb, storage units, and so many other ways to invest in real estate. Where I interview Dwan Bent Twyford, and we talk about how you can become a successful investor in short-term real estate by house hacking. All right, here we go. Don, thank you so much for being on the show. And I keep saying Don, it's Dwan. I apologize. Dwan, you gotta it, say Dwan. Because I've never heard that name before. And then I now it's just like- I have only heard it one other time, so. And you have the podcast called The Most Wonderful Real Estate Podcast, which is perfect. <laughs> I know. When I was starting my podcast, you know, I had been on so many of them. And I thought, you know, I should start one. I love doing interviews. So I was trying to think of something and, you know, everyone uses like a real estate name, which is, which is great. And like, I love yours. And I was like, you know what? I'm just going to do a play on my name because my name is so unusual anyway. So I just thought Dwan and I was like, Dwanderful. Yeah, Dwanderful. Like, that's it. We're Dwanderful. This is the world of Dwanderful. And so I came up with that crazy name, just really trying to make it sort of fun. Love it. So Dwan. What do you do to provide for yourself and your family without working that J-O-B? So we, I have been real estate investing for over 30 years, actually. So I've been doing it for quite a while. Um, so this moment, we have a bunch of rentals. We own a bunch of commercial buildings. And we actually got involved in a little town in the Midwest. I know you like the Midwest, called Clinton, Iowa. And they're doing this, that's where my husband is from. I went back for a high school reunion they're into this uh, big rejuvenating the downtown. It's a little riverfront town that sort of like time just left. Everybody moved all the new businesses like away from downtown. So we got involved in this big giant downtown project. So over the last couple of years, we've bought 20 buildings. So I literally own like a quarter of the downtown and we're refurbishing these buildings and bringing them back to all their natural beauty and and opening little businesses. I've got three or four little retail businesses that I open. But the main, all of it is rentals like you. It's rentals, 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 storage units. I mean, all of it, rentals. We rehab a little bit. I mean, I guess we rehab because we're working on our buildings, but it's rehabbing to sell. We do 
don't know, just only a couple a year. I still wholesale maybe 20, 30 houses a year. But primarily, we're um, living out the rentals and the commercial buildings and fixing up this cute town. Love it. So, Dwan, we don't don't start there, but we have to start somewhere. So what were you doing before all this, before you came successfully unemployed? And then talk about the nervousness and the fears that you had leading up to where you literally said, I'm done. I'm going to be on my own. So I turned, and I know unless you were there, people don't get it, but I turned 21 in 1980. And I was living in Fort Lauderdale, from Ohio to Fort Lauderdale, living on my own. It was 1980s. And it was disco and it was just a lot of indulgence and I was doing the drugs and the cocaine and, and the champagne and I was working in the bars and I was just like, oh my God, life is so great. And somewhere at the end of my 20s, I got married and had a baby. And then when my baby was only eight months old, my daughter Ayla, uh, my husband and I split up. So now I was like, oh my God, I have an eight month old child. I have no job skills whatsoever. I was even fired from Denny's. <laughs> like. Fired. I worked fired from Denny's in the morning. Fired like three forty-five in the morning. Like you're fired. Get out of the store. I was like, oh my god. So I had literally at thirty years old, I had a baby. Uh, no, no work skills, no college, no nothing. I had just been partying. I was like, just an idiot, really. But I had waited till I was thirty to have a baby because I wanted to be the homeroom mom, the Girl Scout mom, the field trip mom, the at the cool house mom where all the kids come over and we have a disco ball and. I wanted to do all that stuff. And now all of a sudden I don't have a job and I don't have, I don't know what to do. And so I just kind of had like my, that's what I call, that was my come to Jesus moment. Where I was like, okay, I can either get a job, but I knew even at 30, even though I was like immature 30, I knew if I got a job, I would probably keep it till Ayla grew up because I would want that security of the career. So I thought if I get a job, I'll be 50 when she grows up. And then like, what do you do then? And I thought, well, I'd like to work for myself because I had been fired from a lot of jobs in my 20s. And I, but I didn't know what to do. I really had no idea. And it was so interesting because I didn't start out looking to be a real estate investor. I actually met a couple guys and these guys were driving fancy cars and they were always spending money. And I'm like, what do you guys do? And they go, oh, we, we fix up houses. Like we rehab houses and then we sell them. So in my naive mind, I heard I decorate houses for a living and I sell them. And I was like, I have excellent taste. I can decorate houses. How hard could decorating a house be? So I, I literally don't, because this is before internet. I saw all my stuff was before. I go to the courthouse. I'm writing down all the foreclosures. I've got that map book. I'm driving around with my baby, knocking on doors. And I find this house. And I finally put this deal together. My first deal with this lady, Barbara. She moves out. I moved in. And I was like, OK, I'm going to decorate this house. And it's going to be great. I'm going to make money. But once I painted it, carpeted it, and actually decorated it, I remember looking around at the kitchen and the bathrooms and being like, this house needs so much work. So I did not have the money. I did not have the skills. And I actually started going to Home Depot and taking classes. So I'd take like how to lay tile and buy it. And I'd go tile the kitchen. And I learned, <laughs> I swear, learned how to like do knockdown and did the walls. I learned how to put in toilets and I did the toilets. So I rehabbed this house, mostly 90% of it by myself. And when it was all done, I made $22,000. And at that time I was like, oh my gosh, I've never seen this much money ever. I don't know anyone that has $22,000. I'm totally rich. I'm doing it again. And I did it again. And then after about the second or third time, I thought, you know what? I could make this a whole career. I enjoy doing this. I like the people. I like the real estate. I, and I, you know, I knew nothing. I literally 
was a seat of the pants learner. Because there, were, there weren't seminars. It wasn't the internet. It was none of that stuff that people have today. I kept doing it and kept doing it and kept doing it. And then, I don't know, a few years in, I learned how to wholesale. And I was like, wow, I could like get the house and I could just wholesale it and make money and not have to rehab it. And then, you know, a few more years in, I learned just, just more and more and more and more and more. And somewhere along the way, I started buying rentals because I, I started thinking like, I can't do this work forever. And you're living kind of deal to deal, really. And kind of like you, I bought my first rental. I didn't know what I was doing. And after like two rentals and all the people calling me and just bugging me, I was like, oh, I hate this business. And, but I actually did find someone and I, I took a class and learned like how to be a good landlord and how to do kind of like you put the systems, do this, do that. And then I started buying rentals. So that would have been like 25 years ago. And then I never stopped. That's I never fantastic. Stopped. I just kept buying them. So I literally am like that person that was so naive that I thought rehabbing and decorating were truly from the bottom of my soul. I thought they were the same thing. I had no idea what I was getting into. So I think that being so naive, I didn't have a lot of fear because I didn't realize what I was doing. And then by the second house, I was like, I can fix that house. I just learned all these new skills. So I've got tools. So after by the third or fourth one, that's when I started thinking like, oh my gosh, like what am I doing? Holy cow. So I kind of got scared after I started. I absolutely loved how you really just made yourself figure things out. That's something that I tell with my kids. So I have four kids, you know that Dwan, and everybody else on the show knows that I have four kids. And my kids, they say, Daddy, I don't know how to do this. And I look at them and I say, hey, you're a Heiner. We Heiners figure things out. Go figure it out. Daddy had to figure it out to be this, where we are now, how to invest. We have to figure it out. If you yeah. just throw up your hands and give up, then that doesn't get you anywhere. In fact, you Can't lose. You like you're, you're, you're failure. We don't fail. We keep moving forward. In fact, our failures help us to keep moving forward and we don't give up. We're persistent, but we figure it out. I love that. So what I I, got to jump into. You know, I got to tell you just real quick. Oh, go ahead. And I always tell people this sort of as a joke. My my separation was uh, not good and I didn't have any money. So I literally I lost my house in foreclosure. I lost my car. My husband left. Like I went through all of that. I was so angry. And when I did this first rehab, I just remember like how free I felt like ripping things off the walls and using tools and sledgehammering things. And I was like, oh, so all that aggression I had, I took it out on that first house, which it was beautiful and it's done. And I want to pause for a quick second and share that. Honestly, I really want you to invest in real estate. My new goal in my life, my first goal was to quit my job in 10 years. And I did that, accomplished that at 37. Now my new goal is to help 1 million people invest in real estate. So two things I would ask from you. Number one, if you get anything out of this episode, please share it with somebody else. Just say, hey, you know, check out Dustin. He really wants to help a million people to invest in real estate. That's number one. Number two, I want to get you to invest in real estate. Get my real estate investing course absolutely for free. Text the word rental, R-E-N-T-A-L, to 33777. Rental to 33777. I'll literally give you my course, show you how to find an area of the country to invest, how to build the business first. You know, I always talk about that. And how to find the right properties, how to make sure you're getting experts to do the work for you and scale the business to where you're making $250 or more in passive income, scale it to quit your job. I'll literally get to you or go to masterpassiveincome.com forward slash free course. Obviously it'll be in the description, but I really, really want you to invest in real estate because the more that actual normal everyday people own real estate that are good landlords, the better everybody's life gets. I'm like, listen, instead of therapy, if you ever go through a bad divorce or any bad 
rehab a house and take all your aggression out on that house. And then you make a bunch of money afterwards and you feel better. <laughs> so that was my therapy. <laughs> Rehabbing was my literal therapy. <laughs> I love it. So do you continually do any flipping or rehabbing now, or is it mostly rentals and wholesaling? So we do, uh, we do rehab a few here and there, not, not as many, uh, but we, uh, so we do, we wholesale. So I wholesale all over the country. Mostly we do like Ohio, I like the use in the Midwest, Ohio, um, Iowa, Texas, Florida, uh, just a few, Denver, you know, we live in Denver, so Colorado. So we kind of wholesale around there. So I'm always, always wholesaling something. But at the point that we're in today, we're really looking for uh, this downtown and these commercial buildings and all the rentals that we have. So many of them are paid off now. So, you know, once they're paid off, you're not getting 250 a month, you're getting you know, 1500 or 2000 a month. And that really adds up. And, but I still always, I still always like to wholesale. I like to teach people how to wholesale because it's a way people can get some quick cash that will maybe give them the freedom to think like, okay, I've got a little bit of cash. I flipped one deal. Maybe I can get into some long-term things. So I, I like to encourage people to start, you know, something easy, but I, I don't know how anyone that really wants to have long-term wealth can do it without owning rentals and having that passive income. And we definitely have property managers. I could not live one day if I had to manage all those properties by myself. I'd be like, oh my God. Because one of our buildings is four stories. It's all commercial downstairs. It's all residents up here. It's all businesses up there. It's a restaurant up there. There's so many people in that building. If I had to handle that building for one week, I would like, I would kick everybody out and start over. So how do you, I love the idea also of wholesaling too. I, you know me, I love rental properties, long-term passive income, but at the same time, people do get started by with investing in real estate to get rentals. They need cash and wholesaling is a good way to do it. So how do you wholesale a property? Like give us the broad overview, but then I definitely want to dive into how we can do that ourselves. So I have a little bit different business model when people initially, like when I meet like what I call like fresh meat, like straight up out, you know, like straight up, they know nothing at all. I usually encourage people to wholesale because I'm like, listen, you can give the homeowners a $10 deposit. You can get the house under contract. You can sell it to a landlord or a rehabber. You don't have to fix it up. You don't have to put anything in it. If you screw up the whole deal, all you did was lose some time and, but you got yourself an education. So wholesale a couple, get a little money in the bank, get a little security that, you can leave your job because people, you know, they don't want to quit their job. And then I always tell people like get into rentals and get in. But you know, something that's really good right now is subject twos because people are freaking out about the market. And we have, gosh, we have so many subject twos where people just deed the house over. And then I take those and turn them around, sell them to people that need owner financing. So we make a fortune on our subject twos. We do so good on our rentals. Uh, so the wholesaling basically is just finding someone in distress. So, and I know people use different terms like fix and flip, which to me, that's like, okay, you rehabbed it. So you didn't flip it. Wholesaling is getting the contract, selling it to a landlord or a rehabber, selling it, making the money in between and no skin on you. And, uh, but so I tell people that doesn't mean you can just like, oh, the deal didn't work because you're helping a homeowner that's in distress. So you got to hold up your end of the bargain and because they're counting on you. 
but I, I still like to wholesale. We wholesale probably 20 deals a year. So how do you find the, what, what's the general business model? Is it get, like you said, get a property under contract where you essentially have a contract to purchase the house and then you find somebody else to like, how do you find number one, find the properties? And number two, how do you know you're going to actually make money when you sell it to an investor? So uh, I think just like you, we run the numbers, you know, and I don't use like Zillow and all those places to run the numbers. I, uh, I, the areas that we wholesale in, we have like boots on the ground kind of people that know the areas and know what's happening, like, you know, and we just assess what the house is worth. And then, um, I, so I don't know if it's a $200,000 house and maybe they owe 200,000, I'm actually gonna call the bank and do a short sale and get the get it down. And I don't know if you know this or not, but I actually uh, coined and trademarked the term short sales 30 years ago. Oh my, no way. Yes, I have a, my first book was called Short Sale Pre-Foreclosure Investing. Wow. And way back, I have, it's a registered, it's called a supplemental trademark because the term short sales applies to stock markets and different things. So as far as short sales applies to real estate investing, I have the R trademark to short sales. That's awesome. Now- I am the queen of short sales. So what can we do? Well, so <laughs> short selling is where you pay less than what the yep. bank owns or has borrowed or the person's borrowed from the bank. Yep. Um, but in, in wholesaling, does that apply with wholesaling as well? Yeah. So what I do is, if, so we always just have ads out. We have marketing that's out there because we're always looking for things that we might want to keep because you know, we're still always looking for single family homes. But sometimes the deal just comes along that just, you just know it's like, it's just a good wholesale deal. And so if someone owes what their house is, maybe 200, the worth 200, they always work. I'll call the bank. I'll give them my, my uh, super smooth trademark three-step short sale process. And I get the bank to take half. If I can get the bank to take half, I'll wholesale it or maybe I'll add it to my own rental portfolio or I'll do something because I can make like a nice fat paycheck on that. Well, well okay. Well, okay. Hold on. Hold on. Because how do you get a bank to, to take half? That just sounds... That sounds amazing to be able to do, get a bank to take half of what that's what's owed. So it honestly, they're so easy. We've done hundreds of so many thousands, thousands and thousands, 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 thousands. So basically, when I and the thing is, even short sales work in all the markets because people don't look at the bank's point of view from the bank's end. Like the CEO of Bank of America uh, put out a statement and says when the when I, when the bank serves a homeowner foreclosure document, you're in foreclosure. The bank loses 40% of the value right off the top, immediately. They lose 40% of the value because they have to have attorney's fees. People might file bankruptcy. That's their bankruptcy attorney. It's a foreclosure attorney. It's forced insurance. It's protecting the property. It's paying the real estate taxes. So the bank loses 40% right off the top. So if you, if you approach it to the bank using the bank's lingo, I'm really only asking them to give me 10% less than they're going to make anyway. They're going to lose 40% right off the bat. I want to buy it at 50. So we're like this close right out of the gate. So I talk about the money, the lending, the loan loss reserves, the quarterly reports, all the different things that the bank looks at. And if you get a homeowner that files bankruptcy, shoot, they'll drag it on for two years. And the bank is just eaten up with fees during that whole time. So they lose money anyway. Because they're already going to be losing money. So they're, they're already going to lose 40% of the value right off the top. So no, yeah. if a person works it out, gets a loan modification, gets back on their payments or whatever, but when they actually get as far along that they say, here is your foreclosure notice, at that point, they're going to lose 40% of the value. Because remember, they've got to put on forced insurance now. 
They've got to pay the real estate taxes. They have to preserve the property. They have to hire uh, an attorney to do all the filings. And then they have to get it back. And then they have to get it listed. And then they have to get it on the market. And then they got to pay the real estate commission. And by the time all that's done, they're losing 40% of the value no, I, anyway. Now, I totally get that. Now, how do you find the right, like, do you just call it, like, let's say if it's Bank of America, the mortgage is with Bank of America. Do you call up just the 1-800 number and say, hey, the seller is going to go into foreclosure. How do I do? Like, do I talk to the mortgage company, mortgage like department, and then how do you get to the person that actually says yes and signs off? Because I'm so pretty that sure that department it's not just is called teller. loss mitigation. Loss mitigation. So you know when a homeowner misses a payment, they already have a letter. Call the bank. Blah, 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 we're going to work this out. So that person right there, that actually is a person that works in the department of loss mitigation. Now, there are a lot of people that call us that aren't behind on payments. Like we we did a subject two recently. The guy just said, listen. I got transferred, I have to move. And this was just a few months ago. He's like, and I have this day and my perfect, my credit's perfect. My job requires my credit. I have a security clearance, but I have to move right now. They're not paying me to move. If you can just make my mortgage payment next month and don't miss any payments, just gave us a house and walked off. Just like, boom. So a house like that, it's not even one month behind on payments. I'm taking and keeping that house. But if someone has a house that needs a lot of work and needs a lot of stuff, I can't wholesale it like that. And unless I want to rehab it and keep it. So I would rather try to short it and just maybe flip it. So when I get people like that, oh, what it's worth, behind on payments, already got the letters from the bank and they're like this close to losing their house. It's just as easy for me to short it and then wholesale it. So that's kind of my, my decision of to wholesale. But like the guy, Michael, that just came up and it's like, I have to move like right now. Can you make my payment next month? I'll sign over my entire deal. give you everything I need keeping that for subject too. Someone's got a really clean, beautiful house. It's like rental. But how do you find these properties though? We have, uh, I know this is going to sound like such an old fashioned thing, but I've been doing it for decades. We have all these bandit signs and we drive, we have people that drive neighborhoods and stick them in the yards of all the houses that are vacant. So they're not on street corners or on telephone poles. They're in the yards of all the houses that are vacant. So people that are driving through the neighborhood see your sign in the yard of vacant houses and they see 10 signs over a 10 block area and they assume you came in and bought up all the vacant houses. So then they call them, hey, I'm behind on my payments. So I signed over on this street right there. Would you help me out? So I literally have people that go put signs all over the place in all the yards of vacant properties. And you don't live in that city that you're doing that, right? No, I have like real estate people. I work maybe with a RIA group, like, hey, go put some signs on. I'll give you whatever calls I get. I'll give you a, a fee. And um, we you, we go down Craigslist a lot. There's so many people on Craigslist that are selling houses. And a lot of times they have their houses for sale, for lease, for rent, because they can't afford to do it with the realtor because it's the numbers are too tight. So Craigslist is like a plethora of information on Craigslist. And then we always have things out on Facebook, like, hey, behind your payments, you know, call us and we have people that take phone calls for us. So we just have things that are just about, and I don't know, we, we just get a lot of leads. So how many people do you have working for you right now? So I have, um, gosh, I don't know exactly. Uh, one, two, three, four, like 10. Wow. And maybe. so you said, but I also uh, have some VAs and some stuff that I don't have like actual employees. I don't, I'm not, and I, I'm not a fan of having a bunch of employees because I feel like that's sort of like adult daycare babysitting is what it ends up being. It is. <laughs> 
And if you have too many, if you get like more than 10, and right now I have like six women and it's like, I, and I nothing against women because I'm a woman. Oh my God. It's like, girl, <laughs> seriously, why is all the drama all the time? Now I have like a couple of property managers who are my gold. And then I have people that just do other little things. And then I also have people that like are sort of bird dogs. And if they get a deal and like we wholesale it, we give them, you know, like 10% or whatever the fee is. So I have, I like to have people that are just um, like the 1099 sort of people and not the people that like, they come in and this is where they're at. And I have people that work, I work all over the country with on my real estate business and, you know, my websites and my funnels and, and all That's my great. stuff like that. I, I personally love buying properties from wholesalers. Like they're some of my favorite people to buy from because yeah. they did all the hard work talking to people and negotiating all that sort of stuff. And it, yeah. as long as it fits my numbers, as an investor, I'm like, shoot, I'll pay you five grand or however much, you know, whatever it is. As long as it fits my numbers, you worked hard. You did a good job. Let me go ahead and pay you because I don't want to do that wholesaling stuff. You it's don't. And the nice thing about like the short sales is like if it's in Denver, for example, and I'm we're buying Iowa currently for long term. And I've got 20 rehabbers here. I can just say, hey, guys, here's this house. Go look at whoever wants it can have it. And it's gone like in two hours. That is fantastic. Now, with the market now changing, it seems like the market's changing. You know, interest rates are going up, which means prices will definitely come down eventually. Um, but with that, maybe there might be some economic turbulence and people might not be able to pay their mortgage. It seems like the subject to or the the Dewan short sale is a uh, amazing thing coming up. It, it's going to be a really good, do you, do you teach this? Like, do you have any courses that you teach people how to do this or is this something you do for yourself? Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. If people go to my website, which is just dwanderful.com and they opt in, I've got four free eBooks for people and I do webinars and I do webinars on wholesaling, short sales and subject twos because those are some of the easiest things, I think. And I do also one-on-one -on -one coaching with people. So when I have a one-on-one -on -one person, I'm like, listen, the bottom line is we're going to own a whole bunch of rentals and that's going to be your baby at the end of the day. And so I lead people to the same path that you do. Because if you wholesale, I mean, it's great to get a $30,000 check, but you know, you're, you're creating a job for yourself to constantly have to wholesale. I mean, you want to take six weeks off and go rolling through Europe. You can't do that if you're just flipping houses all the time. So you've got to have that passive income so you can do the things that you do. Everybody, you need to go get that, that oh, the books and get everything. Because honestly, this type of, right now, we've gone 13 probably plus years of growth or economic just up, up, up. There's going to be a correction sometime or something's going to happen where it's going to be a place where people are going to have to sadly lose their home. But if people like us, like Dewan and myself, as well as all of you listening, if you're able to do this, you're going to be able to help people out of a hard spot. Like literally, we're, we do this to help people. It so happens that we make money. We we know how to capitalize on it. But you need to learn this as well. So definitely check out all of Dewan's stuff. So Dewan, you get a, this is amazing insights. I want people to check it out. Now, you're also your podcast. I was just on there too, which is terrific. It's great being able to be on each other's podcast. Now with that, Talk to us how people can find you. How can they reach out to you? Because we got dewanderful.com. What else can they, how can they find you? So Facebook is wonderful. Instagram is wonderful. YouTube is wonderful. And then on TikTok, uh, I started TikTok back when COVID first started, trying to mess around with it. And I didn't really know what I was doing. And then I lost the page I had that was wonderful. And I couldn't figure out how to get it back. So now I'm dwantastic on TikTok. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. 
the stone on the play on my name. So it's just really easy. You just do at Dwonderful and, and I'm everywhere. D-W-A-N is Dwan. So make sure you do that, man. Dwan, uh, Dwan it's been wonderful. Yes, it's I'm been terrific having you on, getting to know you. So, and I know I'm going to be sending you my shirt, the successfully unemployed shirt. Oh, so you can you'll be, be seeing me on Instagram, Gordon. Look at my shirt. I'm yeah. definitely going to put it up there and take pictures in it and send it around. And always encourage people to come back and listen to you and, and your show too. Thank you so much, Dwan. Hey, it's it's great getting to know you and great having you on the show. Thank you. Thanks, everyone. Thanks for listening. Today's episode has been brought to you by the Real Estate Wealth Builders Membership. That's the membership that I founded teaching people how to quit their J-O-B by investing in real estate rental properties. Now, Real Estate Wealth Builders is your place to learn how to invest in real estate with five different masterclass courses, group coaching with me, and a private student community where we all work together, all the tools and the discounts, all the resources and everything that you need to quit your J-O-B by investing in real estate. Now, I do want to show you how to do this completely for free. If you want to learn about investing in real estate for free, I want to get you my free real estate investing course. Text the word rental to 33777. That's R-E-N-T-A-L to 33777. So you can see how you can quit your job, that J-O-B by investing in real estate. I'll show you how to find properties, how to use other people's money to buy properties and how to scale the business to be successfully unemployed just like I did. Now, did you also know that there are video versions of each and every single episode on the Successfully Unemployed show? Well, I did record every single one of these for you. I recorded them for you so you will be able to learn from the experts themselves, see what they're doing, see everything that they are talking about on this show visually and all their examples, all their slides, all their pictures that they even draw. Everything is on there. Go to successfullyunemployed.co forward slash YouTube. Or if you just go to YouTube and type in successfully unemployed, more than likely you're going to find me. So successfullyunemployed.co forward slash YouTube. And I would truly appreciate it if you subscribe to Successfully Unemployed on YouTube and wherever you're listening to this podcast, subscribe to this show so that you can always get every bit of new information on how to quit your J-O-B. Also, if you got anything out of the show, share it with just one person. Share it with just one person so that they can see the light that it is so much better to not work a job, be successful, unemployed, and be your own boss. All right, guys, this is it for today's show. I will see you next week. See ya.